Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Bros, One Cast, the internet's top Netflix podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Kuchka, and right beside me is Brandon, a.k.a. Be Nice from over at Fresh Vibes. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. So for those of you that aren't aware, we post a show to both YouTube and podcast services each Saturday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we talk about two different pieces of entertainment from the fine folks at Netflix and end with some viewer questions. This week we're going to be talking about I Am Mother and Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> so I dropped a, a, a music video this week. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, I saw that. It was pretty good. Yeah, did an Old Town Road uh, remix uh, from a nurse's perspective. Uh, the song is called uh, Old Town Road Remix, Pain Seeking Patient. Uh it actually did pretty well. Yeah, it's it, performing. I've been watching yeah. it. Like, it's doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it has like over 800-something views. Uh, so that was pretty cool. What do the comments look like uh, on that? Are they commenting and uh, like chatting a some, little bit? Some, some people are. I mean, it's picking up a little bit. Uh, I know uh, <laughs> Ashley had commented, and she was saying like she has a different perspective on pain, uh, pain medication because of her stay in the hospital. And there was someone that like kind of added, added on to that saying, yeah, me too. And then, like, other people are saying, oh, this is great. Like, who's here from... There definitely are pain-seeking patients out there, but it is, like, kind of like a gray area. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It was pretty good. I was, like, cracking up with some of the lyrics. (laughs) Like, that's pretty catchy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I went to work, and, like, everyone is... (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's at work just, like, singing this, and they're, like, playing a video and everything. So, I was like, oh, man, this this might actually... This might actually catch on to some. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking, like, now... I think I found my niche. Yeah. I think I found what people really enjoy from me. And I think I'm going to try to release a little bit more content like that. I'm still going to uh, release the stuff that I still like to do. Yeah. Uh, but the Old Town Road remix was actually pretty fun. So yeah. I still en- I enjoy doing that, that. That's good. It's good content and it's awesome. Yeah. But it that takes a lot of work. Like oh, that yeah. skits and any kind of actual yeah. production. That's... Yep. The time yeah. per video investment goes like way up. But you know what's funny is I did that after I left your house. Okay. <laughs> like I went home. I went home. I went. Well, I left here. I went to the gym after we had finished finished shooting the podcast. Uh, I went to the gym. I got home and I was like, man, I can't go to sleep. I was like, well, I already recorded the audio. I might as well just do the video for it. Yep. And so I I shot the video. It took me probably maybe twenty all of twenty some minutes to like do. Each part, like the patient part, the nurse part, yeah, and uh, and then that was it. And then I started editing, and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep while editing. Funny and enough, like the usually when you work on creative projects, usually in the middle of the night is when it's like the best. Yeah. I always have the best ideas when I'm working at night, messing around with stuff. During yeah. the day, it's just too many distractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to get locked in, but yeah. But like everyone in my apartment was asleep. I was trying not to make too much noise, and and I was like, all right, let me let me get this down. I had my lapel, <laughs> I had my lapel mic on. I was like, all right, I'm about to get this down. Uh, I recorded it. I lip synced the whole thing, and then I, you know, I'm so glad that we have this mixer because linking up the music with your mouth moving yep. is extremely hard. Yep. Oh, but, yeah. But I figured it out. I got it done. And then I just started clipping out stuff and adding in my extra stuff, like me dancing and yep. doing all kind of dumb stuff. Yep. And um, uh, I was I was 
kind of happy with the final product. I mean, I felt like I could have did it a little bit better, but people still enjoy it. So I'm um, yeah. I mean, you, know, you could you could mess around forever yeah. to get something perfect. Yeah, and then I'm still gonna find and then I'm still gonna find something that I'm not gonna like about right, it. Right. Right. But uh, I re- I released what I had and people enjoyed it and they they flocked to it. And so it, it's causing a little bit of more growth on my channel. I think I got a, a couple of a couple of more subscribers from it. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's good. It's, 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 it's a little growth. People are starting to check out my channel. They're gonna start checking out a lot of the other stuff that I do. Yep. And then obviously they're gonna look at the playlist and everything because I have everything uh, pertinent to this podcast on the video yeah, description as pretty, well. That's so. Good. If they really want to find out everything that we're doing, they definitely can yep. uh, via via the description box right. of that. So I did that. Uh, that, that was, how long have you been growing your channel now? It's been a couple uh, it, years? It's almost been a year. Yeah. It's been about a year now. Uh, I, I think I started like last, what, last summer or last fall or something like that. I was like, yeah. you know what? I think I'm going to do a, a YouTube channel. And I think I started last fall and like. It's grown pretty. I've over a hundred and thirty some subscribers now. Wow! So yeah, that, that's that's, that's pretty dope. So awesome. um, we'll have to do something when you hit one fifty. Oh, when I, I hit like one, that's a cool number. Yeah, when I hit one fifty, I think I think I might do a giveaway. Uh, yeah. But I might wait until two hundred. I just don't know yet. But yeah. I mean, one fifty would definitely be like a milestone for me. Yeah, um, definitely for sure. But like when I hit a hundred subscribers, I forgot to shout out my hundred subscriber. <laughs> uh, so I'm actually probably gonna just do it right now. Hey Lex, if you're watching this podcast, shout. Shout out to you. Uh, you were my 100 subscriber, subscriber over on Fresh Vibes. I meant to do it in my video that I released after I got that, but here you go, as promised. Check it out. Awesome. You, <laughs> um, that's yeah. pretty. So does it tell you when you have your 100 subscriber or yeah. you just noticed, okay, this notification, that's yeah. my next subscriber, I'm at 100? Well, so uh, YouTube emails you. Okay. They were like, hey, you did the damn thing. Okay. <laughs> so cool. I was like, all right, cool. And so like uh, when my video got 100 likes, they sent me uh, they sent me an email saying, hey, your video got over 100 likes. So that nursing video that yeah. I did. That was the video that got over 100 likes. So okay. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, so uh, it was like a milestone for my channel. And then now they send me like all these creator, like, hey, you did this last year. Did, I mean, you did this last month. This is what your stats look like. Let us help you build your stats a little bit more. Mm. So like they're sending me more like things to do. Um, but like I strategic really. Things yeah, strategic things. Yeah, strategic things. But like I feel like all of my content is like getting more views because of the good content that I have on right. my channel. So like videos like the Old Town Road video and that nursing video, like it's increasing more more people to come to my channel regardless on everything. So yeah. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Cool. It's kind of cool. I think that was like the main thing. Um I had some other stuff on my head. Oh, I finished up that fitness challenge. So okay. I finally got to eat carbs. Oh really? again. Yeah. So how did that go? Did you win? I, I don't you know yet. Out? I I think I will find out Monday, but I'm I'm waiting to see if if he will send out an email uh to see who won. Uh he never sent the update this week. So So I know about the fitness channel. Tell the audience because I don't think they're familiar. I don't think we've okay. talked about this All before. Right. So there is a Bears, a Chicago Bears player. Uh, his name is Charles Leno Jr. He is a left tackle for the Chicago Bears. He is the starting left tackle, to be exact. Um, he was also the Bears player that had proposed to his uh, fiance uh, at the end of the regular season in the middle of Soldier Field. So they had the entire audience watching and then even people on live TV 
got to see the proposal and everything. So that That's was cool. kind of cool. So That's he proposed. Yeah, so he proposed for her in front of everyone. And then so I follow him on social media and um he pretty much posted that he was going to do a fitness challenge and so everyone needed to send in their stats and everything. And so I've been running strong so I've been like corresponding with this guy via via social media and email uh like on a weekly basis just giving them updates on like how my workouts and everything have been going yeah and so he, he when he's not super busy he will correspond back to me but like they just recently started camp so everything is like a little bit slower on his end so he's yeah. not like 100 percent invested he has other obligations yeah he's got right other now. things but i'm hoping that i that I at least won, like I had like a 15 pound swing from when I started and where I'm at now. Oh, that's good. So I'm hoping that my before and after pictures uh, did enough justice for me to at least win. Yeah. Uh, there are prizes of a thousand dollars, two hundred and fifty, and no, a thousand five hundred and two fifty. Okay. Uh, for Nike gear. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that I win because like I yeah. would love to buy some new shoes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. awesome. Fingers <laughs> crossed for you. Yeah. So that's about it for that. Uh, okay. What about you? I know you've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you have anything cool this week? So um, we've been messing around with the podcast a little bit. We flipped the layout. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. So now we're going to be releasing the clips from the podcast before the show. Yep. That way the more relevant compact information is out sooner as opposed to putting it out a week after the podcast comes out and spreading it out further down the line. We've seen some success with that, like our Black Mirror episode did pretty good. The Perfection video did pretty good, and that's all before the podcast even aired. So hopefully that'll draw people to the channel to eventually watch the podcast. For sure. Fingers crossed on that. But uh, otherwise, I've just been kind of hanging out. Not a lot too much. It's only been about three days since we shot the last show. That that is true. A little glimpse behind the curtain, but uh, (laughs) I don't know. Have you you watched anything cool this week? Um, I I remember uh, mentioning to you you and Garrett last week, there was a show uh, that Netflix had released called Russian Doll. Yeah. And it's with, uh, I forget the main character's name, but she was one of the uh, characters on Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Uh, The the red-headed... Uh, drug druggy on Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So she actually has a show where she's the lead now, and it's actually pretty good. So pretty much what happens during the show is she relives the same night over and over, and she dies. Mm-hmm. And pretty much she's trying to go as long as she can without dying. Yeah. To try to figure out what the heck is going on, and but like eventually she lets her guards down and she dies. Huh. And then every time. She dies. She tries to get past that point where she died before, but she dies in all kind of different crazy ways. So like okay. one time, like she'll she'll walk out and she'll see her cat and she'll walk across the street and get hit by a car. Hmm. Boom, dead. And then the next time she'll she'll respawn back into the same location where 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 the show all started, and she was like freaking out, like ah, I just, I just went through this, <laughs> blah, blah blah. And then like she'll avoid everything that she did up until that point where she got hit by the car. And then she won't get hit by the car. Like, you'll see the car that hit her, and then she'll make it past that point, and then she'll probably go make it home, then wake up, and then do something else, and it'll kill her. Okay. Oh, I'm texting on my phone, falling to a manhole. What the fuck? <laughs> and then, so is each episode pretty much playing up to the point that she dies? Or? Well, no, she dies multiple times. Okay. At least in, in the fir- in the first episode, she she probably died like three times. Okay, I was like, what the hell is it's going? Awesome. On? I That's was like, cool. what the hell is going? It's like Happy Death Day. Yeah, exactly. But it's actually pretty darn interesting. Like, okay, I, I was kind of played I, it more comedic, or is it more of like uh, a serious? It's kind of comedic slash serious. Like, she's clearly like 
mentally distraught after the first time it happens. Yeah. Like, like they, I don't know. It's like weird because like you see, like it's like you and me talking right now, and then I die, and then I come back, and I'm talking to you, but I'm like very skeptical of everything that's yeah. going on, and so my skepticism is causing our friendship to turn like a completely different direction and right. then you'll say something that offends me and i'm and i already know what you said before before i die and so then i'll leave I'll, I'll be mad and then i'll die and then i'll come back and then i'm like really really judging you now because <laughs> i you called me a roach the last time right. or, or whatever so it's like really it, it was really interesting i thought okay. it was kind of cool cool uh so i i just like peeked at that for a little bit and i was like you know i could i could see myself watching the show it's pretty it's pretty interesting hmm. okay yeah, yeah I, you guys were talking about that and i meant yeah. to go check it out but Maybe yeah. by next week I'll. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a, a show worth uh, worth checking out if you ever get some free time. Just watch the first episode. If yeah. it doesn't, if it doesn't intrigue you, then it probably won't intrigue you going yeah. forward. But and uh, it's a Netflix original. Yeah, it is a Netflix okay. original, and then there's a twist. So you find out that she's not the only one that's living life like that too. Hmm. So, but it's like not a secret. Right. It's like it's like kind of known, but it's like it's like what the heck? Like what hmm. kind of world are they living in right now? Yeah, and and it takes place in New York. So huh. um, cool. And New York is weird. It's a weird place to, to hmm. be at anyway. Hmm. But hmm. but yeah, I, th- I thought that, I think the show is kind of cool. Okay. Awesome. I watched uh, the Grinch, the new one that okay. came out. It was pretty good. <laughs> so the animated one? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. It was fine. It was okay. Doctor Strange as the Grinch, and he's doing really? his thing. Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> Cumber Patch, yeah, Cumber it, so Sour it, Patch Kid. <laughs> it wasn't like uh, the old cartoon Grinch. It wasn't like the right. one with Jim Carrey. It was. Uh, it had a lot of comparisons to like the Lorax, mm-hmm. where they're almost trying to take his book style and apply it to the film and okay. draw it out over two hours. For so sure, they added some stuff in there, but for sure. it was good. It was fine. It's a kids' movie for sure. Okay, like, yeah, I wasn't blown away by the Grinch. I there was like. <laughs> I wasn't really cracking up or anything, but it's a good, yeah. solid kids movie. I don't know. There's nothing really wrong. Yeah, he's with not. It. He's not all grungy like he is yeah. in the uh, Jim Carrey version, yeah, no. where he's in glass yeah, and everything he, like that. Yeah, he, <laughs> it, it was kind of weird, but it yeah. was a good movie. Like for sure, it has its place, I guess. Yeah, you know, I've seen. I've seen that they put that on Netflix, and I. I was intrigued to click on it, but I. I just didn't. Yeah, I, just, I, I, like, I remember nah. seeing trailers in the movies, and like, okay, yeah, mm, I'm interested. And then it was free on Netflix, so I'm like, oh, "What the hell? I'll watch it." Yeah, why, right why buy something if you can if you can just like watch it for free? Right. Well, you're paying a premium of right. twelve, twelve or like fourteen bucks. Too. I think it was yeah. about like two hours or something. Yeah. So, it, wow. Okay. It's definitely like drawn out. Yeah. The subplots were like kind of cool. I'm like, all right, for whatever. sure, for sure. It's the Grinch. <laughs> and then we have a correction here from last week. Ashley apparently said that uh, Grey's Anatomy was not renewed by Netflix. That's just okay. the 15th season. Oh, so ABC is still... Yeah. yeah, I think last week we were talking about how they took it over and stuff, but apparently they didn't. It's gotcha. still the same writers at ABC. It's just coming to Netflix. Yeah, and I'm still not going to watch it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that's a show that they've dragged on too long. Yep. Too long. Yep. But yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So now... Special titles to Netflix are Disney's Ralph Breaks the Internet, Murder Mystery, and Marvel's ah, Marvel's <laughs> Jessica Jones Season 3. So you can look out for that now. It's out on Netflix. Check them out. And then next week, we have... Uh, we got these new releases. June 16th, we got Cop Car. 
June 17th, we have The Missing, Season 3, Netflix Original. June 18th, we got Adam Devine, uh, Best Times of Our Lives, which is also a Netflix original. Uh, we have Big Kill. Uh, June 19th, uh, we got Beats, Netflix film. We got The Edge of Democracy, which is also a Netflix film as well. June 20th, Lee Chant de Loop. It's a Netflix original. All right. Uh, on June 27, uh, 21st, we got Ad Vitim or Vitam. Ad Vitam. It's a Netflix <laughs> original. Uh, Bolivar, uh, which is also a Netflix original. The Casketeers, uh, season yep. two, Netflix original. The Confession Tapes, season two, Netflix original. Dark, season two, Netflix original. The End of Evangelon. Evangelon, Death, True. <laughs> What's that? A, uh... I have no idea. <laughs> oh, it's, I think that might be... Uh, see, Garrett would have corrected us here. That's Evangelion, I think. Evangelion? It's some kind of... Uh, he told me about it. Some kind of anime stuff. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's probably cool. That's Even, all I know. Evangelion. <laughs> Is that like French or something? I have no idea. I think it's like related to like space battles and stuff. It, Intriguing. Yeah. It's Intriguing. something kind of far out there. Intriguing. Uh, we also have uh, Girls Incarcerated Season 2, which is a Netflix original. Go Live Your Way Season 2, Netflix Family. Jaun Kahan Bada Edil, Netflix film. I don't even know if I said that correct. I have no idea. La Misma Sagrange. Sagrange? Netflix film. You know, I think we should just do a whole segment <laughs> of like just slaughtering these Netflix yeah, names. Dude. Like this is hilarious. There's some weird things that come out of Netflix. <laughs> oh, Mr. Iglesias, uh, Netflix original. Neon Genesis Evangelion and uh, Shooter season three. Okay, so that's everything coming out this week. So look forward to that. Uh, we will be right back. We're gonna get into our first film. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Okay, so this is a movie I've seen before. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Ashley had me watch it. She's a big fan of different uh, serial killers and stuff. We've we've seen the Ted Bundy tapes. For sure. Uh, this was directed by Joe Berlinger, and he has worked on the Ted Bundy tapes as well. Uh, and Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Okay. So that's kind of some of the stuff he's worked on, but I don't know. It was released um, this January, actually, January 26th, 2019, and then Netflix grabbed it and, you know, took the rights for it. So that came out, when did it come out? It came out earlier this year. I meant to look that up. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, it looks like May 3rd uh, on Netflix, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, May 3rd. I did yeah. look it up. May, May so 3rd. this is based off the book, The Phantom Prince, My Life with Ted Bunny. Bundy that was written by Elizabeth Kendall, wow. his original wife. Wow, she wrote a book? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's kind of what this whole thing is about. It's about gotcha. her life with him. Gotcha. So wow. that's kind of why it doesn't really focus on his killings. It's more based off like gotcha. her and him, his love life, the media, the outside portrayal of Ted Bundy. Gotcha. That made for a, a pretty decent movie, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, from, from her perspective is like you see the emotional... Uh, the emotional distress that her relationship with him caused and how she dealt with it and yeah. how it affected her new relationships with people, her her friendships and just her 
everyday life. Yeah. You know, so it was pretty it was pretty interesting uh checking that out. Yeah, I I really liked it. So like I said, this was the second time I've seen it, but mm-hmm. it was cool to just see how the whole thing unfolds. He meets her, they fall in love, they have a life together and suddenly all these accusations keep coming up about him, you know, he's he was seen at this crime scene, he matches this description, he matches that description, he's in a weird area. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to like see it all yeah. unfold. Like you don't really get to see any of the nitty gritty crimes behind it all, but without a doubt, you get to see all the after effects and how it starts to tear her life apart. Yeah, I think it, I think it was, he's a he was a messed up dude. Yeah, he was yeah, he sick was. in the head. Like, how do you how do you love someone like that and not under not realize that they're just like this villainous person you know right. like he's everywhere where there's an issue at right colorado utah right. uh florida like all there it's not a coincidence that all these people are uh you know are ended up missing where he's been yeah so if i was he's such like a liar too yeah, everything dude. he says he's so smooth and he can yeah. just spin something in the opposite direction well they were like this well I, I when i was listening to when i was watching the movie and listening to some of the uh like the police recordings and everything they were saying yeah he's like five whatever smooth talking yep. i was like oh yeah he, he was kind of smooth yeah. like he has a way with words for sure yeah definitely manipulative um very manipulative for yeah, sure definitely we watched the uh, Ted Bundy tapes. It's also on Netflix if you ever get a chance to look it up. But it, they say the same thing and they stress the same thing. Like he was so smooth, good yeah. looking, charming. Yeah. I thought it was kind of crazy like how all the women uh, in the courtroom were just like mesmerized by the fact yeah. that this guy uh, who is on trial for doing these gruesome things, they were like, I think I love him or Oh yeah. wow! Like he's he's just so dreamy. Like they're willing to overlook the fact that he's like a a, a terrible human yeah. being. And he, he even it escapes like multiple times, and you're like, you're yeah. still rooting for this guy. He's yeah. getting the crowd all riled up. Yeah, dude. and he's escaped prison before. Like if numerous was, times. If I was sitting behind the lines, you know, I'd be thinking, okay. This guy broke out of prison twice. He's yep. charged with all these crimes. Why is he running? He probably yeah. did it. He's scared. He's trying to get away from us. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And Florida, they knew what was up. Yeah. They didn't want to take any more chances. They needed to do what they had to do, and they did it. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, man, that, he, 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 wait, over, over 30-some uh, victims, uh, even some as young as like twelve years old. Apparently, yeah. this like yeah. he was a sick individual. Yeah, he was. Very, yeah, very sick. Um, it just it was it was funny too to see in the end where he's going through the whole trial at Florida. How he's like kind of mm, winning over the judge, yeah. and smooth talking him, and well, that judge wasn't having no parts of that. The he, judge, he the wasn't, judge, but the, he was. He was like. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird to see their <laughs> yeah so dialogue. I, I like the little comedic, uh, the little comedic uh, take they did on that. And then uh, one part that really got me was when um, the coroner, or yeah, the coroner got up and he was talking about like how they couldn't like remake these bites and everything. And he he had mentioned something about the case being uh, I forgot the word a that he farce had. or something. Yeah, a farce. And then he was like, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> and then everybody in the everybody in the uh, in the audience just started cracking up. Yeah, I was like, so this trial was. It, I mean, this was like the trial of the century. Yeah. This was like yeah. before the OJ trials and yep. everything. So uh, this set the precedence for like open media trials. Yeah, and. I don't know. That was kind of, it was very, it, was inter- weird too, it made for entertaining TV. When we were watching know? the, we watched the Ted Bundy tapes first. So then 
a lot of the lines you see with him and the mm-hmm. uh, judge in mm-hmm. Florida actually happened. You could see wow. it on TV. They had the real clips of it. Wow. And then seeing it in the film, you're like, wow. Yeah. yeah. This actually happened. It's weird. Yeah. So what did you think of uh, Zac Efron's uh, performance as oh, far he, as... He was really good. Yeah. Like He was really good. He came off like exactly the way that they described Ted Bundy. He was yep. super smooth. Yep. Charm his way out of anything. Yeah. Good looking guy. For like, sure. It was good yeah. performance. I really liked it. Yeah, when I was watching, I was like, man, Zach Efron looks a lot older. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he, he does. Like they aged him pretty well yeah. uh, on the show. I don't know if that was like with makeup and all of that stuff. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, man, like he's still he's like physically fit, obviously, but like right. they they did a really good job. Like I felt like they went back in time on him, like when, yep. like before, and then when they fast forwarded to how he is. They, now. they made him age. They, yeah, they the made him show. age and slightly. Uh, they didn't that, overdo yeah. it. It wasn't like they gave him gray hair and stuff. Yeah, but. I mean, like he was still a, a handsome fellow. So I was like, I was like, man, dude, is that? I was like, when does Zac Efron uh, become such a good like actor? You yeah, know? like I've only known He's him so from good. I like him. from from like Disney and everything. And yeah. I was like, I was like, man, you know this this dude can actually probably take on some pretty decent roles like because yeah. every role that i've seen him play at least the 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 latest roles that i've seen him play um he had played like kind of like an airhead or yeah like a, a lot of like, comedic roles yeah like like a simple person role yeah. you know what i'm saying like uh what was the movie with him and uh seth seth uh, rogan um uh, Oh, God. They had they had the movie where he he was just like a frat boy yeah. playing a frat boy role. Yeah, and that then, one was. Oh, uh, and then the movie with The Rock where Baywatch. Baywatch, Baywatch was like good. Simple yeah. roles, you know. Yeah, that one movie with Robert De Niro where yeah. he was like his uh, son-in-law or something. Yeah, nothing serious though. Yeah. Like nothing super serious, just like funny. Oh, and then the movie with uh, I think Jonah Hill. Uh, like uh, they were called? dates. They were dates, dates to the uh, to the wedding dates. Yeah. They were wedding dates, and it was just like he was a dummy in that movie too. So like he was being typecasted for, uh, like for similar like the roles. Hot, good looking, yeah, dude, hot, look, hot good looking dude, but like not all the way there, right. brain wise. And so yeah, you know it's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I really liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, yeah. even two times in, I, I still enjoyed it. You yeah. get to see. I mean, he even had that second wife that he married yeah. in prison. Yeah. Like, Touche. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, he manipulated the crap out of her, too. Yeah, but like, she, she had to know something was up there. Like, she knew. She just, she was, she wanted to be with the hot guy because yeah. she was not that attractive. Yeah. Um, like, looking at, looking at the, uh, n- not, not saying that someone of her stature doesn't deserve to be loved or anything like that, but what I'm saying is like, Obviously, like Liz appeared yeah. to be the more attractive of the two, yeah. And the way, the way, I mean, she just wasn't as yeah. as attractive. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I can't put it, I can't put like it going any other way. How do you meet? Like, I believe yeah. she met him in prison, right? If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, or did they no, have some kind of connection? They beforehand? knew they had a connection before because uh, when he was going to pick out a dog with Liz, she popped up. Okay, and. Like they had a, uh, I believe they had a romance before. Okay. So Liz was like kind of skeptical of the whole thing, yeah. and so like, oh, how do you know her? Blah blah yeah. blah. Oh yeah, we did I, some I work. We did some work now, together, yeah. X Y Z, and then he like kind of walked away. Yeah, walked away. But like he, you could tell that he, he had this in his head like yeah. the whole time. So I don't know. You know, it was it, it, was, it was an interesting film, and yeah. like even all the way to the end, like we don't have to get into the very end of the movie, but. You know, check it out. It's really good. I, yeah. I'd recommend it. But they kept my attention the whole way through. 
Yeah. And there's kind of been like some mixed uh, ratings on this movie. People say it's good. Some people don't like it. Hmm. I thought it was why, really why, why don't they like it? Why, what, what are they saying that's making them not like it? I don't know. I just heard like it's depending on where you look, there's different mixed reviews, like depending on how much they go into his actual actions, right. what the focus of the movie on it kind right, of goes back sure. and forth. But if it's from if it's from her perspective, then I can see why it's not as gruesome, right? Because um, she didn't really know, yeah. and that's something they touch on towards the end of the movie. Yeah, too, she just which the ending like just blew me away too because I didn't know what he was gonna do in that situation. And yep. I'm I'm happy that he did what he did. Yeah, uh, but they're they're very like. You'd think a movie with a serial killer would go over the top with the gore and the reenactments, but this movie didn't really. It worked without really touching on any of that. Mm-hmm. Just for sure, a couple of little hints of in really horrific brutality, but yeah, I mean, it was it was suspenseful. It did what it needed to do, and it like it obviously kept you as the audience member involved and ready for whatever is going to happen next. Yep. And that's what a good movie should do. Yeah, like, definitely. Like they, it wasn't over the top fancy. It didn't really need to. It didn't need any CGI. Or anything like that. It just needed good, solid acting, and I felt like we got that when we watched this movie. Definitely. And obviously, if if it's an account of real actions, like it's really nice to see. Like, all right, so this is what happened before. All right, cool. So, like, let's see how y'all incorporate the real film and then turn it into this movie. Because, yep. like, when they did the like FX had a series for the OJ Simpson trials. I saw that the uh, American and, Crime Story. Yeah, and yeah. I was like blown away by that. that I was, was so like, good. I was like, man, I got, I was tuning in every week to yep. watch it. Yep. I was like, this is crazy. I waited till the whole thing was out, and I just streamed and just the whole thing. It. But it was oh. so good. It was yeah, so dude. good. Like. I didn't think that FX could do it, yep. but I was like, man, like that's by the people that made American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, because they 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 took the lead act, the lead act, one of the lead actresses yeah. from that too. But I was like, I was like, man, this is this is really good. They should do more shows like that. You know, like it's Definitely. like a movie, Definitely. but it spans over like a couple of episodes. Right. Uh, like it, it was really good, especially with like a definitive story. You know, you can tell yep. the whole thing done, yep. plot out all the different plot points, the major yep. things you want to hit and be done with it. it wasn't too long. Was too short it was just right just what we needed and but like that blew me away because i felt like they had everything down to a t and the casting for that was phenomenal yeah i was like i couldn't i couldn't imagine anything else like i was like this is this is on the edge television and it actually happened so yeah i I thought that was cool that was real cool that was cool and i felt like they did a good job with this this, too this was definitely comparable to that i you know as far as who should watch it i would say if you have netflix this is probably a must watch i would say definitely watch this it appeals to pretty much anybody like i guess if you're really uh against like different graphic scenes probably (laughs) not but they really they don't talk about it that much they don't show that much it's Whatever comes up in court, a couple little pictures here and there, and that's it. You don't really see yeah. really any of the crimes happening. Yeah, but also if you're a person that lived during these trials and, like, you just want to take a stroll down, like, memory lane, like, oh, yeah, I remember when this was, like, the talk of whatever, like, why not watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, I know, like, when I was a kid when the OJ stuff came out, so I didn't really have too much of a— like I didn't really have too much of a say on it, or like I didn't really know too much about what was going on. Yeah. Um. All All I knew is that the glove didn't fit because that was like a famous line. Yeah. If the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. 
and like all the other stuff. But then like as I watched the trial, I was like, man, like this dude is very manipulative. And then yeah. it puts in your head like, did he really do it? Yeah. Or did he not do it? I mean, you know, so it's like from the perspective. Hats off to entertainment like this because without this movie and the Ted Bundy tapes, I wouldn't really know anything about him. Same yeah. with OJ. I yeah. learned most of what I know about that whole thing yeah. through these pieces of entertainment. Yeah. They made me want to go find out more. I've watched more documentaries about yeah. him and searched out different pieces of entertainment because yeah. of it. So Yeah. You know, um, you watch Joe Rogan, obviously, yeah. and uh, you, you saw the Mike Tyson one, right? Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> so, cool. So Joe Rogan was teasing the idea that they should do one of Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, that would be and a good one too. That would be crazy to see. I Dude. feel like I feel like if they did Mike Tyson's life, like I would Yeah, he hands down that would be the best. Yeah, that'd be the a best. cool one to see. That'd be a cool story for sure. Without a doubt cuz he lived a crazy life. He still lives a crazy life, but that would be like I would tune in every week for an episode of that, or Netflix should just take it and just put it on there. Like that'd be a streamer for them for yeah, sure, definitely. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so let us know what you think. What shows, what uh, crime events throughout history would you like to see? Leave them down in the comments below. We're gonna get into our next film here, so stay tuned. Okay, so our next film is I Am Mother. It was directed by Grant Sput Sputor? Sputor. Sputor? Yeah, this movie was also released at the Sundance Film Festival this year, January 25th, one day before the last movie, believe it or not. Mm. Weird coincidence. I was putting the document together. I'm like, oh, that's really weird. So it's like the uh, Sundance Film Festival multiple days in a row? It must be, yeah. Because that's what I would assume, because like, there's no way you can watch all these films at yeah, one Yeah, I'm sure it, it's like some kind of music fest where they have multiple sh uh, films showing at different locations, and mm -hmm. you know, over so many days you can go watch stuff. But gotcha. it seems like Netflix does a lot of this. That's where they get a lot of their originals. They they pick mm -hmm. them up at these film festivals, and then they release them. Well, uh, yeah, one of my favorite movies came from the Sundance Film Festival. It's called really? Dope. Yeah, really? I think I talked it. about it last time, but uh, no, it's like one of my one of my all time favorite movies. Huh. Like, it, it it's relatively new. It came out a couple of years ago, hmm. um, but I'll yeah, Sun, that Sun, Sundance Film Festival was pretty legit. It's a lot a place of they, for yeah. all these creatives to come yeah. together, man. They make their small little films, they put them out there, and then maybe they get attention. Slumdog Millionaire, I believe, was also a, a Sundance Film really? Festival movie too. Yeah, weird. Yeah, dude. So, like, uh, there's a lot of good content out there. And I'd have to why, look in. That might be cool to go yeah. to when you're just, like, see all these really yeah, cool dude. new films. Yeah. Like, uh, Moonlight. Be ahead of things. Moonlight was, um, was yeah. a Sundance that, film festival. Was that festival. an Oscar winner one year? It, it won. It definitely it won, too. Wow. Yeah. And there was a lot of controversy over that win, too, uh, because it's someone that named the wrong winner. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. They named something else, and then they retracted yep. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like a lot of a lot of good films come from this uh, film festival, so it's like a hot commodity. Yeah. But I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry to no, go no, off, no, go off track go off track, but uh, I just had to throw it out there because I I forgot the name of the movie last week and uh, it be it some, maybe we should look into maybe going to one of these festivals or something. Oh like oh yeah, without a doubt. Cool little, like we could get some uh, without a doubt. scoops and new stuff. I mean, like I, I've always told myself, I wanted to watch more movies. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. So, what, I wonder how, like, what it's I like mean, to get in there. Is it like Burning Man, where it's like really hard, and you have to get, you know, like a, basically a lottery ticket system to get in, or do you just buy tickets? Could be go? like a Lollapalooza type of deal, or yeah. like, uh, like any type of music. <laughs> Bonnaroo, yeah, like, trying to get tickets yeah. for that. 
risk you need a wristband to get in maybe, press pass maybe maybe we'll look into that we'll we'll get back yeah, to you for sure all right so i am mother yep it was released on netflix june 7th so relatively uh recently um the movie is based uh it's like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. and you it opens up to this robot raising a human so yeah. she incubates her in this machine you see this child grow up from there on out it's really weird. Yeah, extremely weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was so weird. I had to, like, I had to reflect on it, and I was like, man, what the hell is going on? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, what is really going on? Because As the movie went on, it was like, do you trust this robot? Do you not trust this robot? Exactly. What's going on? Like, Exactly, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, like it I still don't know if I should trust the robot after watching it. Yeah. <laughs> as you see this girl grow up, she you, she's attached to the robot. You get to see her, like, holding her as she's a little infant, and she's got the little warming plates on her body that are mm-hmm. kind of soft, and she teaches her, and they do scheduled testing, and... Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. And <laughs> so, apparently, they have, like... What yeah. is it, like, 63,000 uh, 63, embryos. Uh, embryos ready to be incubated, and uh, they fast forward a set period of time, and then there's, like, still only one that has been incubated to completion. That's that we, where I was kind of, like, raising an eyebrow, because I'm like, yeah. she had to be, like, 15, 16 yeah, and, this in the and movie, like, but the time lapse that they said was about 38 years. 38? Yeah, thirty-eight so she was years. Thirty-eight years old. That girl? No, she wasn't. I don't want to. But she spo- was supposed to be thirty-eight years. Old? But like the time from the beginning, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. To uh, to the time where we get the girl raising the kid. Yeah. The time elapsed was thirty-eight, thirty-eight years. So there was probably another time skip so later on, right? No. I'll tell you about it when we get to the spoiler okay. the spoiler section, but it's it's extremely different than probably what you thought was happening. Okay, because I was like, the whole like they do a really good job, like yeah. building this relationship between the girl and the robot. And uh-huh. you're like, okay, so you're yeah, you guys are hitting it off. You can trust her. So yep. where's this gonna go? Yep. They start to build up. Okay, you can't go outside because there's yep. radiation out there. You're don't gonna go die. Out, don't go outside. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, don't go outside. Like, you, I'm the only person that you need in your life. Like, the motherly instincts of this robot is like second to none. Like, yeah. this is the overprotective mother. It's kind of like yeah. you know, kind of like no, don't go outside. Like someone will kidnap you type of deal. She's got a nurturing motherly yep. type voice. So exactly. you kind of get to trust. She's got some stickers on her from when she was little. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, it's just like completely like, you know, you, you're rooting for this robot. This robot is uh, developing a great human being for the most part. Like this girl knows how to dance. Uh, she's in school, like doing medical school type of stuff. So like she knows how to uh, like heal and do medicine and just yeah, so, so pretty much like if you had a computer teaching you, yeah, she's making sure she gets everything. They get tested at regular increments. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool she's to made, see yeah. how that went. Yeah, so it's a robot raising a human to be as perfect as can be, like the perfect right. human species, and that's what the robot was created by mankind to do. Right. Uh, according to everything, this is a fail-safe. Uh, it was a fail-safe mechanism for the world in the event of an apocalyptic event. Right. And in that event, this robot was supposed to create human life and make it perfect. Mm -hmm. 
So that's then, as far as I can go. Yeah. As far as without spoiling this, so like then it, it goes into you know the main part of the plot kicks off. Something happens, and then you get to see a little bit of conflict between the two. But I mean, this isn't a spoiler because yeah. it's in the well, it's in the um, it's in the description. But like the girl is introduced to another human. Yeah. After being told um, her entire life that and that's no kind of the could, event that kicks everything. Yeah, that off. no one can survive outside of uh, outside of uh, the area. So then you the, see the conflicts of okay, who's telling the truth here? Is it this yeah. robot that I've been raised with my whole life, mm-hmm. or that is I it trust? or is it this person, this stranger that just showed up at my doorstep? Right. And. That's where everything takes a turn. It's almost like a weird inverse nature versus nurture, if you think about it. Oh like, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. That uh, I forget what's that Freudian, yeah, or, or Freud. yeah, Freud or whatever Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's a very it's is is weird like a sci-fi thriller almost. Yeah. It's weird, but interesting at the yeah. same time. Like, when I, I was just, watching it, I expected there to be a lot of like crazy twists, and there really wasn't. It was nope. pretty much just. Yeah. A really cool, unique story. Yeah. Girl, robot, woman. Yeah. So that's who it. would you recommend uh, to see this movie? So anyone that's into like any type of uh, sci-fi, dystopia type of uh, type of uh, movie, like people who have a Karen nurture inside of them, I guess. Yeah. Like, like it, this movie would definitely make sense. Uh, as, I, as I was watching this movie, I couldn't help but think of like, all the mothers out there that could watch, and then they would yeah. think, like, yeah, you know, I would. That's what I was thinking. About I would kind of protect like, my child. Parent, yeah. like, so this is how a robot would raise my child. Like, what am I gonna do to yeah. raise my child? Like, weird yeah. little things like that. Like, <laughs> it's weird seeing a robot teach a child. Yeah, dude. How to be human? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but like this robot was perfect in every way, as far as uh, as far as what we thought. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, this, so I would say this is a little bit harder to recommend to most people. Mm-hmm. I think if you're it's in, different, if you're into more like abstract movies, things that make you think slower paced, because I wouldn't really call this like a really fast paced, high action type movie. Not at all. It's very slow paced, very kind of serious. So I would honestly say like if you kind of liked, um, if if you liked the uh, what, what was the movie, um, Hunger Games. Um, it's kind of Hunger Games ish without the fighting. Yeah. Um, so that definitely I mean, that, slow. Like even a lot when of the things, suspense. Even when things pick up at the end, it's still more like thought focused, and it's mm-hmm. not. You're not. There's not a lot of danger and explosions. It's mm-hmm. yeah. all suspenseful. Yeah, it's, it's Hunger Games without the fighting. Yeah. Or in a sense, but without yeah. I mean that's all I that's all I could think of. Yeah. So yeah. check it out if that interests you. It's really hard to recommend unless you're into that kind of movie. It is slow, but uh, it was still good. Yeah, it was still I, good. I, I would say it's a good way. movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, if I was talking to myself, I'd definitely recommend it. But I mm-hmm. like different movies like this, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I didn't think I would like it, and then I ended up liking it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's weird. This is one they, of those movies. I've seen this on Netflix for like a couple weeks now, and I'm like. Yeah. Nah. And then we watched it for the podcast and I was really surprised. So yeah. yeah. So you just never know. It just depends. Like give it a try. Watch the trailer. If uh if you think the trailer sticks out to you, then you know, check it out. Yep. Um but yeah. You want to get into the spoilers now? Yeah, let's uh-huh. get into some spoilers. So we're gonna give you a couple seconds here. Three, two, one. Okay. 
So we're in spoiler territory now. All right, spoiler territory. All right, so you want me to elaborate on that time difference? Yes. So wait, now before we get to that, okay, let's walk them through the rest of what happened. Okay. So, so we meet this other human. Meet the other human from and then the outside. So this human comes in. She's supposed to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. Like nothing can survive outside. The levels outside are supposed to be dangerous to anybody that's breathing them. Human, human. That's breathing it. Okay. So the robot is protecting her daughter from going outside, even though the robot knows that it's actually safe to go outside. Right. Um, so the robot is like pretty much holding this girl captive. Yeah. You get to start seeing a yeah. little bit of deception. You can. Yeah. The girl is tr- uh, catching the robot in lies. Yeah. And so she's starting to have like this trust versus mistrust. Yeah. With this robot. And uh, this stranger comes in and starts feeding this girl's mind with. You don't belong here. That robot is evil. The robot that attacked me looked just like you. So the girl that came in, she was shot yeah. by a bullet. And uh, and the bullet was by an android, like one of the robots. And she was like telling the girl, like, the robots did this. And so the girl, the, the woman doesn't trust the robot that's raising the, the girl. Right, yeah, the the. Woman won't even allow the robot to heal her, won't let her give yep. her antibiotics, like, won't let her take the bullet out of her hip. Septic, nothing. about totally to die. terrified of this robot. Liver failure, I mean, like, organ failure is about to happen if she doesn't get treated. Yep. The girl persuades the, uh, the mother bot um, to treat her, but the woman won't let the robot treat her. So the girl was like, I'll do it. I'll treat you. Whatever. So she treats her. And she ends up getting better. And so the girl is fascinated. The human girl is fascinated by this woman being here. Yeah. So she's, she's like, right, yeah. yeah. So she's sitting here. She's talking to her, trying to learn more about her because she's never interacted with another human before. And so she's sitting there like she finds the, the woman's book. She sees pictures of other people in there. So she's intrigued by the fact that there are more humans out there in the world. Right. And so this woman is telling her. Yeah, like, they're all in the moms. Like, we can go see them. Like, we got to leave now. We got to leave now. The robot is recording everything. She knows what's going on. Yep. She's like, this this girl is trying to take my daughter away from me. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to let that happen. This is where the movie really picks up for yeah. me. Because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. God, who, is the robot lying? Like, I'm like, she kind of looks evil now looking at her. And I'm like, yeah. do I trust this lady? She could be some, like, crackhead yeah. from yeah. outside. Yeah, she she's something. I don't know what she is. And and so pretty much um, the robot comes and the robot is, like, being overly protective. And it's making the girl skeptical. And the robot is like, um, she was shot by a bullet. From her own gun by another human. Yeah. It wasn't an android that shot her. And so we're like, I'm I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. She could be lying, but she could be telling the truth. I don't know. Yeah. And so the girl like goes and do her little test. She passed her test, like, which is the final test for her. Yeah. Uh, because like throughout her entire life, she's put through all these tests to make sure that she's uh, a superior human than yeah. everyone before. So that's what all She's these better tests, than the old humans that yep. ruined the earth. So that's what all this testing is about. And so um, after she passes her tests, she uh, she goes back and talks to the woman and tells the woman, who shot you? Who shot you? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, the, and she's like, my mother told me that the bullet came from your gun. It was the same bullet, blah, blah, blah. And the woman was like, is it? Did you see the bullet? Was it was it from me? 
Yeah. And she was like, no. And she was like, yeah, thought so. So then it's like, oh, shit. All yeah. right, what's going on now? And so then this is where things really get interesting. So the girl goes snooping. Uh, her mom, so this the mother robot. Every night she has to recharge. So yeah. like she goes to like her little charging station, like your 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 Roomba. Yeah, and she just charges, and she's just there. She's dead. I can't believe that even <laughs> while this robot's charging, it you can't see. You what's know, going right? On. Like you would think that it's. Uh, you got this big underground vault. The robots are in sleep mode. I, yeah, you can't work plugged like, into the wall. Like exactly, shut off. exactly. You would think that it's it's wired into the entire building. Right. Like, in my head, like, I'm thinking, like, all right, this is going to be yeah. the, the twist that gets everything. Like, she's all seeing. Like, she knows everything that's yep. going on. But, like, this girl goes exploring. She finds out that the two bullets don't match. Yep. And that's where her distrust of the mother bot kicks in a hundredfold. Yeah. But there's another twist. So, at the end of that girl's test, the robot blesses her with the ability to have another human. Yeah. Born. Okay. So she gets to pick the embryo that's going to be her brother or okay. sister. So she picks a boy, puts it in an incubation chamber, and I think it takes 24 hours for it to grow Yeah, to grow nine months. It's got some kind of ramped up incubation yeah, chamber. So you to go nine child months. in 24 hours. Yeah. So they get to the nine month, almost like after this night is over, the baby will be born. Okay. Pretty much. And she's like... Damn, the, my my baby brother's about to be born, but I can't trust my mom right. to be with this baby. But this lady that's in this hospital, like little area, is telling me that she was shot by a robot, and the bullet that was in her gun does not match the bullet that we uh, that we found in her. Right. So. She had to have been shot by a robot, <laughs> by a robot droid. But we've never seen any other robot. Other than the mom robot. Right. So we're like, what's going on? And so they hatched this plan. We're going to leave in the morning. Mm -hmm. Once my baby brother is uh, born, I'm going to take the baby and we're going to get out of here. Yep. The mom robot hears all of that shit. She knows. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. She recorded everything. She locks yep. the girl in the uh, in like this little room and uh, and goes to confront the woman and plays the recording for her. Like, I recorded all this shit. Like, I know what y'all were doing. Yeah. I know what y'all were planning. You were trying to take my daughter. You were trying to run away. Ah, okay, okay. Alright, so they cause a hoopla. They kind of mess up the place. Uh, the girl kidnaps her. Uh, kidnaps the... The woman kidnaps the girl, takes her outside for the first time ever. Yep. The mom robot lets her go. Let her go. Like, because this is like the first time where you actually see like the robot has like kind of love some for this kind, girl yeah, some kind of emotion. Uh, because like i felt like if she truly didn't love this girl she would have just killed her right then and there right like all right you're dead boom whatever you you're nothing to me but she lets the woman take her she opens the door out of safety for her daughter and then her daughter is out there she was like she'll be back yeah i know she'll be back she's coming back so There's she gets out there. out there. She gets out there and realizes that that woman is the only woman <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's there. Like you fucking tricked me. You tricked. You. So this like, the girl gets tricked, thinking that uh, she's the only person there. Yep. Uh, thinking that there's more people out there, but she's the only one there. She was just tired of being alone, so she gets this one, this girl to to come out there with her, and then she leave, the girl leaves her to go back to her mom robot. But the girl knows all the lies. Yep. There was one point that I left. There was one thing that I did leave out, and that was the part that 
the girl discovers all the lies that yeah. the mom robot was telling. So yep. this is what ties back to uh, that 38 year mark. Okay. So the girl that we see in the beginning of the movie, yeah, is not the same girl that we see during the movie. Really? Yeah. So the little girl that was putting stickers on the robot is not the same girl that that was the one that was incinerated. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So you know when the girl took the hand of the mom robot and uh, after she found the bullets, yeah, she went searching for other information and everything, and then she opened up the little incub- the embryo thing. Yeah, and there, and there were, were a few m- missing. There were multiple slabs missing. So it took her thirty eight years t- to find this fifteen year old girl that that's passing all these tests. Okay. So there yeah, were mo- multiple. Picked up on that, yeah. but I didn't realize that the girl we saw at the beginning was, was the one that was not not the same girl. They they were not the wow. same girl. I'll so have to go back com- and watch completely it different, completely different girls. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. So like that's where there's like a thirty eight year time gap. And so only, how did you find the thirty eight year mark? So that's what they tell you. They like it, if you don't pay attention to the beginning of the movie, you will miss it. So uh, it's like they tell you the number of embryos, and then they'll tell you how much time has passed. Thir- that thirteen, thirteen thousand whatever days. Yeah. Like apparently that oh equates to like thir- oh. <laughs> Yeah, that thir- thirteen thousand days is like the equivalent of uh, thirty eight years. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. <sighs> Yeah, so that it's that's nuts. that's what that's happened. Nuts. Yeah, so it's thirty eight years of wow. trial and error for this mom robot to to become a better mom and to try to make the perfect human. And so she went through trial and error, and it took her that long to figure out how to make that girl. But get this, even that woman coming to uh, coming to the lab, yeah, she was a part of the test. Really? Yeah. So if you if you go back and and look at like one of the test questions that the girl had on her exam, yeah, where it was like, all right, you're the doctor, and you got these five people that will benefit from an organ transplant, and you get one person that comes in that's curable, but they're a match for all these other five people. Yeah. Who would you save? If you delay care for the person that's curable, they will die, but you can use their organs to save the other people. Or would you uh, cure that person and let these other five people die? So technically, for the greater good, and as a doctor, you're supposed to do the less harm. So you're right. supposed to save the the five people and let that one person die. Wow. You know? So like that was like one of the tests. And then she was like, but what if that person, what if that match is you? You're the doctor. Do you let yourself die and give up your organs to save those five people? And the girl's response was, well, as a doctor, it would be the most ethical thing for me to give up my life for the greater good of the people. But she can't help any other people if she did give up her life. Right. And so she was like, but what if I don't want to do it? And then a robot uh, poses a question to her. It's like uh, some something along the lines of like uh, something about like. Crap, I cannot think of it. But it was it was like, are these people not worthy of like having their lives saved or whatever? Right. Like right. something like that. Are they not worthy? She was like, But what if I save them and they ended up going killing other people and Right, what if they're criminals or yeah. whatever and she goes yeah. And, yeah. But that was a test. So Do the I woman know these people Yeah, exactly. So when uh-huh. that woman comes in who's wounded by a bullet hole from an android that mother actually had 
she's posed with the ethical question. Do I let this lady come in into our home and do I save her or do I let her die? With his bullet hole, she does again. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So that was like her final test. That was that was one of the biggest reveals at the end, where yeah. she's actually just this one consciousness, which yeah. I kind of expected, mm-hmm. but yep, without a doubt, I didn't really know what was going on if they yeah. were connected somehow, or if the mother robot was disconnected yeah. and she was the only good one. But yeah, because it turns out she was just the whole thing was her. Yeah, but I'm also thinking that um, that woman, yeah, was. An embryo from earlier too. That's kind of what I'm expecting because uh, like they she looked very similar. Yeah, she may have been the very first embryo. Yeah, and then after that, there were a couple other ones that didn't cut the that didn't make it. Because that robot knew where to get her. Oh yeah, well she put a tracker. Yeah, a tracker. The, yeah, in her in her little bag. But I'm thinking that she was one of the first embryos so that she can make a test. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It's very, kinda, yeah. very yeah. interesting movie. I really liked it. Yeah. So it was check weird. it out. It it's worth a watch. <laughs> I mean, if you got Netflix, what the hell? You spend all your time flipping through shit, and you end up watching something you've seen a million times anyway. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was a good movie. Yeah. I liked it. I, I I would definitely say that this one was a little bit better than what we had watched before. Uh, I would give this about a seven out of ten. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, for me, maybe seven. Probably about the same. Seven out seven of ten. Seven out of ten it, for sure. It was slow throughout, but it was definitely a good movie. It was so. really deep. It was yeah. really deep and ethical. Thought provoking. And, and I felt like I was like, damn, why am I thinking so hard? <laughs> like, why? Why is this movie yeah. got me? Why is this movie making yeah. me think? It was you a know? good one. That yeah, good one. but yeah, dude, the fact that this robot was one consciousness blew my mind. Yeah, like that she, was awesome. she was every every robot. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what a robot would do. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, y'all should check it out. Go yeah. ahead and check it out. It's on the flicks. If you guys have any uh, questions or anything else to say, leave them on next week's video, and uh, we'll read it off next week. So cool. we're gonna get into our weekly rounds. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. So if you want your questions read on the weekly rounds, you can leave a comment down on our YouTube video, and we will read it off on the podcast here. So we have a few questions here. Cassie writes in and says, why don't you get a real system like Xbox? Well, Cassie, I had an Xbox, and I (laughs) sold it because no games ever came out on it. All the exclusives sucked, and they never came out. Yeah. It yeah, was very few and far between. The only games that they had that were worth like playing was like Halo and Gears of War, and then everything else. And was Halo like, really wasn't even that good. Not Halo not, was not a flop. the not and the Master newer Chief ones. collection was also like a b- buggy mess too. Yeah, yeah, I I, I never played it. Uh, the only game that I really played was uh, the the latest Gears of War. Yeah, um, I I missed out on that one, but it took so long for that to come out. I'm like, yeah, what do you want me to do? Just keep this thing in my closet and gather yep. dust? Like, nah. Yeah, but I did like uh, Cuphead uh, yeah. for the most part. That was a win. I got that on the Switch yeah. now. That's pretty good. Yeah, but Cup, also Cuphead it's on the Switch, so why, yeah. do I, why do I need it? Yeah. Well, Xbox is on the Switch, <laughs> and they're yeah. also on PC, yeah. and they're also on everything else. So it's like, do you even need an Xbox console? Yeah, so the real question, Cassie, is why do you have a system like Xbox yeah. when you can have a PlayStation or a Switch yeah. or both? Yeah, just get a different uh, get a different console, yeah. Cassie. Get a cool console, you know? Parallel sticks for the win. Yeah. Uh, she also writes in and says, why are you so bad at Fortnite? Uh, that's because Fortnite sucks, and I'm not five. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at Fortnite. 
Uh, there was a point where I was kind of addicted to it, like where I was playing and I just kept dying every yeah. time. But then when I started living a little bit longer, I was like, oh, yeah. I it's kind of cool, but yeah, it's not for me. I'm not going to put the kind of time in to get better at that game. Yeah. I mean, you I can try to get better. Little and kids still suck. cussing you out and stuff. Like, well, yeah. The, you know, the terrible thing is like the little kids are like the best at that game. Yeah. It's like because they don't think. Yeah. They just play. Yep. Like for me, like I'm overthinking everything. It's like, all right, shit, I need to build a wall. I need to build a bridge. I need to yep. build a, uh, a ramp, and they just do the shit effortlessly. Yep. And it's like without thinking. Yeah, like, yeah dude, what you think? Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're just like talking hella shit to us, and I'm just sitting here like, all right, yep. I suck at this game. I'm terrible. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tamika yeah. writes in and says, "What is your favorite Disney Channel original movie?" So I was thinking about this a lot, and I went through the list. Caitlin mentioned. Uh, Caitlin mentioned that uh, "Don't Look Under the Bed." I yeah. forgot about that movie. That yeah. one is actually really good. Yeah, dude, I've and never, I totally forgot about it. I've never seen it. It's really good. It's like kind of creepy. It's like this dude. He's got like really sharp teeth and stuff. Mm. I was looking at pictures online. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Hmm. No, but before that, I'm like, I don't know. It's hmm. really good. But I would oh. say my favorite is probably Xenon. Uh, Xena. Yeah, Girl hmm. of the 21st Century. That was, like, the best for me. I always liked when that came on. I remember that movie a lot. So hmm. so are we talking about, like, original, original movies? Like, were there, like, a live? Like? I would say the Disney Channel original movies. So they so have, like, like, a few different so, branches of that. So, so, like, okay. So go ahead. So, like, if I pull up Disney Channel original movies here on Wikipedia, there's, like, a list. So okay. High School Musical doesn't count because that's not one of their original films. Okay, so what, what are their original films? So you can go through here. Those are their premiere films, so those don't count. Disney Channel original movies, so check that out. Like, Under Wraps, You Lucky Dog, Brink. Brink, The 13th Year, yeah. Smart House, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami's good, Brink's good, Smart yeah. House is good. Those are all fine movies, but... For me, Xenon was always the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. And then they made the second and third one. Yeah. It was always like a, oh, sweet, that's on this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, Luck of the Irish was all right. Yeah, that was a good (laughs) one. But, like, that wasn't a movie that, like, I would would just go, like, yeah, that movie's on. I got to go watch it. A lot of these were, like, just good movies where it's like, okay, I'll watch it, whatever. But (laughs) Xenon was the one for me. I kind of had a crush on her. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, oh, watch this. Uh, Cheetah Girls was yeah, yeah. That was probably like the biggest out of them. And then Kim Possible was good too, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. dude. I don't, uh, I don't see any movies that I was like really like gung ho about. Honestly, uh, like if I had to pick, like Camp Rock was kind of cool, wasn't it? Camp, yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a movie that I was just like all like super. What, super what was the one either. with uh, the Fat Club? Do you um, remember that? I don't know. I did. I will say that I did like. Uh, I did like the Sweet Life, the Sweet Life movie. Yeah. Uh, with Zach and Cody. What happened in that? Like one? that was a good cruise one. or something. I can't. Yeah, they're always on. Yeah, they were on the, the cruise. They, were they on had the cruise. Sweet Life. Then they yeah. had the Sweet Life movie. They were on the cruise on in the movie. I okay. believe. Yeah. So I mean, that was good. I like. Then that after one. that, they stayed on the cruise for the show, right? I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure if they did or not. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, I I've did like I I loved Let It Shine. That was another good movie. Uh, we got uh, Trevor Jackson, uh, who is on uh, the show Blackish now, and then okay. like he's making his own music and all of that stuff too. So that was a good one. Uh, and then also like the Good Luck Charlie is Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah, I like Good Luck Charlie. I don't know. It's so weird to me that I like that movie, but I do. 
Yeah. And I can't. I it's can't. a TV show, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Try. It's a good show. It's the show with the. the I've seen girl. like a couple little parts of episodes. Yeah. The big sister is like making a video, making video diaries for her, uh, they, for her little sister. They, the Disney Channel shows now are at a point where it's like, you can, this is Disney. Yeah. They have it so refined and it's like, I can't watch that stuff. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like cringy, like, <laughs> does it really look? It looks weird and off, kind of. Like, I, yeah, I but I mean, I was I was a big fan. I was yeah. a big I was a big fan of the Good Luck Charlie uh, yeah. this Christmas movie for sure. Definitely um, good. Stuff. But I was if if they were just talking about like just flat out Disney movie that I loved that was like probably my favorite, a Goofy movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A Goofy movie, hands yeah. down my favorite. Like had probably one of the best soundtracks ever. That was a good one. I like. That I love that movie. I had that on VHS. I watched yeah. it a lot. Yeah, dude. I have the a shirt. Tower of Jesus. <laughs> wow! Like so he was He's clearly like a down. he was clearly a cheese hype. Yeah, clearly a cheese hype. But like they had Tevin Campbell, who was a prominent R and B artist back in the day. Yeah, like he did all of the singing really? and yeah, like the high pitched singing and everything. So I loved, I loved every little bit about that. Good, good uh, movie. So yeah, good movie. And I have a T shirt that I'll probably wear on the podcast at some point if I haven't worn it already. Yeah, uh, hands down, one of my favorite things. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, Ashley writes in with a few questions here. She says. Brandon, how does it feel to have your car painted? Oh, I feel liberated. Uh, shout out to my boy Dave Ramsey for giving me the uh, blueprint uh, to start my life over <laughs> after uh, amassing a crazy amount of debt. No. Um, so, you know, doing the baby steps, knocking stuff out, getting things paid down, and that's one less bill that I have to worry about. Yep. So now I can uh, jump on to the student loans. I'm going to treat myself. Uh, and then go forward from there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Knock them out. Congra- congratulations. Hey, amen. Round yeah. of applause. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a running job. Yeah. Three, three years, three, about three and a half, four years to uh, financial freedom as far as uh, student loan debt. Sweet. So Sweet. that's the plan. She also writes in and says, uh, how convincing was Zach Efron in Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile? So we touched on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he was really good. Very believable. Yeah. Um, he did a really good job. He played the role perfectly. You believed him. He was, yeah. like, kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I didn't think Zach had it in him. Yeah. And then I saw this movie. I was like, yeah, all right, dude. Yep. Now you can I stop believe be, it. Now you can stop being typecasted. Yeah. You yep. know, into these dumb these dumb, these dumb, dumb roles, and you could play, like, a more serious role. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, was, I was very happy that... Um, that I watched this movie because I saw a different side of Zac Efron. Yeah. Without him singing and doing musical shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or comedy. Yeah. Or just being a doofus. Yeah. Yeah. So she also writes in and says, do you believe Ted Bundy did it? A thousand percent. Yeah. Definitely. He definitely did it. And he admitted that he did it. So he yeah. had to have done it. Yeah. But you do feel for Zac Efron. You, yeah. It makes you wonder, like, watching the movie, yeah. the way he plays the character, you're like, I yeah. want to believe this guy he's so charming so charismatic Mm -hmm. like yeah it doesn't add up it's a weird feeling which is probably what they felt going through the trial but it did add up to me like i was like you're in utah yeah there's crimes happening in yeah when you lay everything out like they did in the courtroom like yeah yeah, he definitely did it but you're you're in seattle there's crimes happening in seattle he has a way with his words. He could, yeah. makes a pretty good argument of why he didn't. But then when you see everything laid out from start to finish, yeah. you're like, yeah, you're 
You but, can't get out of this. But I buddy. think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was in law school in the beginning. And yeah. I think he went to law school so that he can continue killing people yeah. and so that he can make a good defense for himself. Yeah. Uh, everything that he did was a, a thought out strategic, uh, was a thought out strategic plan to try to liberate him yeah. uh, from these crimes that he committed. Firing his uh, counsel. Yeah. Because he felt like Drawing they were, things out as long as he can. Yeah. Yeah, trying to win over the the jury, trying to charm his way into a not guilty uh, verdict. Verdict, yeah. Yep. So very convincing. I felt like he did his homework on the character, and he did what he had to do to yep. get it done. Definitely. And we have another question here from Kaylin, who writes in and says... All right, so this was posted in the Facebook group. Hey, so if you guys are new to the podcast, please find us uh, on the Facebook group, Two Bros, One Cast Facebook group. Thank you. Uh, So Kaylin writes in, she said, if you can change one thing wrong in the world we live in, what would it be? One thing wrong in the world. One thing wrong in the world. What would it be? That's a tough one. Change one thing wrong in the world. One thing wrong in the world. I mean, I guess, since we both work in healthcare, Mm -hmm. I would go towards healthcare. Hmm. I feel like it's way too expensive. For sure. It inhibits people from going to get healthcare and to get treatment. So uh, rectify that some way. How would you fix it? I don't know because it seems like regardless of how you do it, it, there's issues. Yeah. I, I, if you make it free, yeah. the government pays for it, then it means your appointments yeah. take forever to get into. It's yeah. hard to like, actually get seen. For sure. Um, um, yeah. I mean, that is definitely a uh, like a big issue for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, like working in healthcare, I definitely agree that that is a issue. Um, but if I had the opportunity to change one thing um, that is wrong... I would change the fact that the way that people are represented um, here. Um, I feel like it is not an even playing field for a lot of us. Um, I just felt like everyone should be treated equally, Um, whether that's women, uh, people who people who identify themselves as something else, like just treat everybody like human beings and and respect them and treat them the way that they need to be. Yeah. this morning, actually, it happened like after work. So uh, me and the girl, we had went out and got uh, breakfast. Okay. And uh, it was raining, and I was getting ready to make our turn. And you know, you're driving down the street, and there's a car back here, and then I'm right here, so I'm getting into my lane to turn. There's this this jerk just like speeding, trying to get somewhere. I don't know where he's trying to get, but. I, it was going to Chicago or no towards? no no it was going going back towards just, on, just going yeah, back towards our place gotcha. leaving leaving breakfast so like I had to make a right turn I was in the left lane I was getting over to the right lane so I can get ready to make my turn yeah and so I merged over this guy was still speeding he had to hit his brakes and I'm like dude what the heck is wrong with this guy you know he's like blowing his horn and everything so um. I was still hungry. We didn't, I mean, like, I had, like, two eggs and, and a pancake. And I was like, you know, I'm still kind of hungry. So I was like, there's a McDonald's right here. I'm just going to go grab, like, a, a little sandwich just to put me where I need to be at. Yeah. Uh, so I turned into this McDonald's, and this guy, the guy that 
was just blowing his horn at me is in the drive-thru at McDonald's. And it's raining super hard, so I got my window up. Yeah. And, like, I'm waiting to get to the speaker to order. And so I let my window down, and all I hear is, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And so I turn around, and I look, and I see the, the guy's truck behind me. Right. Or well, not behind me, but you know how, like, McDonald's has, like, the two yeah, lanes and everything. Things. So, like, he's, like, one car behind the car that's ordering, and I'm looking back, and I see him. And, like, he's, like, giving me the middle finger and saying, yelling, fuck you, fuck you. And he's, like, doing <laughs> doing this and everything, like, the, the jerk-off yeah. sign. And I, and I look at him, and I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? So then I look over at her, and then I look back at him, and I just instinctively I let my window down and I I give him two thumbs up like way to go dude you're like an idiot yeah. and he's just like still saying Tough fuck guy. still saying fuck you fuck you eh, eh. and I'm like ah <laughs> like at this <laughs> at this point like I'm having a good time now yeah. I was like this dude's being a fucking dick Some people get road rage made <laughs> yeah so like I st- I, I'm sticking my tongue I'm like ah whatever dude yeah and so I did it back to him and then he pulls up and then he lets his window down and like you fucker, fuckers like you think you could drive any any kind of way and do whatever the fuck you want to do on the road, blah blah blah. It's like I'll kick your black ass, and I look at him. I was like, no, you won't. No, you won't. He's just like talking hella shit. Yeah. And I was like, no, you won't. I was like, you can't. You got a handicap sticker right there. Like you're not gonna beat me up. Like yeah. there's no way you can kick my ass. He's like, well, I could bust one. I could bust a cap in yours. I was like. But you won't. Yeah. You you, you want to come at me? Go ahead. Do what you got to do. So it's like talking all this shit. Like my adrenaline's rushing at this point. Like I'm ready to go. Yeah, that stuff gets me. I'm, I'm ready to go now. I was like, get out of the car. You're a tough guy. <laughs> I will kick your ass. And, and ultimately, I just I just like, well, whatever. I'm like, man, I ain't finna deal with this dude. I was like, hey, can I order? And uh, I order my food, and he he's in front of me now at this point. And I don't know what he ordered. But he paid for something, and then I get to the window, and I ask the girl, I was like, hey, I'm sorry. We were, like, yelling because I was, like, at the intercom, and I was like, hey, did you uh, did you hear us arguing? And she's like, huh? I was like, yeah, did you hear us arguing? She's like, no, I didn't. She definitely did. She did. And then yeah. she was like, uh, she's like, what did you order? I was like, I just ordered a McMuffin. And she was like, oh, the guy in front of us said he ordered a McMuffin. So he just paid for it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, nah, I ordered one too, so here's my card. And they was like, nah, don't worry about it. Here. Nice. And then I got her to the window. She was like, I was told to just give you this. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I got free food out of it, yeah, out of the cool. whole thing. But I was, like, I was like, man, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, it, it was just, it was such a weird morning. Like, Jess was like hella uncomfortable after the whole thing. I was like, she was like, fuck that dude, yeah, man. That stuff like that. Yeah. I, I was like, man, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Shit but, happens. You run into those people every now and Yeah, I was like, it is what it is. But like, she, I think she was more embarrassed the fact that the dude is from like her hometown and oh. like she knows how much I hate it. Yeah. And then like, that's just like another notch on the belt right there. That happens anywhere. I've seen <laughs> yeah. that literally. Yeah. Though, so yeah. you're not going to get away from that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that dude's a, he's a piece of work for sure. Yeah. But uh, like, she just couldn't stop thinking about it the whole time. I was like, yeah. man, it is what it is. I, yeah. I deal with this a lot. It so. is it, what it is. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, if, if I could change, if I could change one thing about the world, I would definitely change the way that, um, the, the way that people treat other people for sure yeah um, definitely that, that's just like just representing everybody the, the same way treat people the way that they 
the way you want to be treated and then just go from there. Yeah. 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 So that's been the show for this week. Two bros, one cast. Find Brandon over at Fresh Vibes. What, yes, what can yes, they look yes. forward to? Hey, I got some more content coming out. I need to. I need some help coming up with more videos, though. So if you guys have any ideas about like nursing related or just like skit related in general, I think I'm gonna get my feet wet into doing some videos like that. Um, I've seen some success with those type of things in the past, so I'm thinking that that's gonna be my little niche going forward. And we'll just see if the channel grows or if it or if it flops. Yeah. So, so you can reach out for him either on his channel or over here, or reach him on uh, social media, Twitter, yep. Instagram at B of Fresh Vibes. Yep. Two eyes and a Z. Two eyes and a Z. You got it. Otherwise, right here on this channel, you can look forward to more clips from the podcast. I'm going to try and work in some more gameplay type stuff, but I don't know what I'm going to be playing. <laughs> some so. RuneScape. Yeah, some more RuneScape. <laughs> I have a hell of a long way to go because, like, I did Dragon Slayer 1. Yeah. My next goal is to do Dragon Slayer 2, okay. which is like a sequel to it. So that came out years ago, and they just did a sequel to it this year. So it's kind of sure. like nostalgic, a lot of... OG players know that quest. For sure. So that follow-up is pretty cool, but you have to level up a lot to yeah. be able to do it. So it's going to take me a long fucking time to get there, but right. eventually I'm going to have that. Well, I'm going to be watching that shit because, like, I, I don't know. It's something just like, so mindless yeah. that it works. And I'm, yeah. I was just like, I was watching it like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it, it's, the game will catch you, too, because it's like, Okay, so um, yeah, I cut at the beginning. You level up fast, or you're chopping woods. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, cut this tree down pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, what the hell? You throw yeah. it away. You don't make any money off it. You can't sell it for shit. And then you get up to level fifteen. And you're like, oh, now I'm cutting stuff. It's actually worth some money. Yeah. Then you start making money and like, yep. oh, if I do this till this level and sell this, get that, you know, then I can buy this tool to do this thing. And that's where it kind of gets you. But like actually watching it, it's hard to show you. Like, okay, now I'm gonna level up. 45 levels in fishing. You're going to watch me catch thousands and thousands of lobsters. Yeah. You know? Crazy. That part of it is kind of lost on a lot of people, like, looking at the game. But when you're actually playing it is where it gets kind of cool. Yeah. Get those magic heart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you enjoyed this, you can catch us either on YouTube, podcast services. Check down in the description below. We have quite a few. We're on Google. For sure. uh, Apple, Spotify, a number of different ones. So. Yeah. Until next time, hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Two Bros, One Cast. We're out. Pow. Pow, pow, pow.